the fourth quarter. All things sports, all things fitness, all the time. Hello everyone and welcome to the fifth episode of the fourth quarter podcast. Today we have a special guest today, Angel DeLeon. How's it going guys? And today we are going to get into the news like we always do and then we will go over a list of questions and just see where it takes us. Let's get into the news. Starting off the news today for the NFL, we have Ryan Kerrigan, longtime NFL star linebacker with the Commanders, has signed a one-day contract with the Commanders. He earned four Pro Bowl appearances and is Washington's current all-time sack leader. He played formerly with the Philadelphia Eagles. Next up, we have Buck center Ryan Jensen is feared to have suffered a season-ending injury, probably ACL or MCL. They do not yet know the severity of the injury, but they do know that he will miss several months. Commander's defensive end Chase Young started training camp on the pup list. It has now been announced that he will miss a little time this season. Ron Rivera stressed him to take his time and not to rush recovery. The Houston Texans head coach told reporters that Derek Stingley Jr. should be good to go for week one. He is currently nursing an injured foot. Cliff Kingsbury of the Arizona Cardinals is hoping to have Marquise Brown back in practice next week as he is nursing a hamstring injury. Taysom Hill of the Saints suffered a rib injury in practice and he will miss some time due to the injury. Next up, DK Metcalf and the Seahawks have agreed to a three-year $72 million contract extension. Last for the NFL, after confusion and drama, Kyler Murray held his own press conference about the clause on his contract saying he needed at least four hours of independent study between each game. As of today, the Cardinals have removed the clause due to all of the fuss that it caused. That is it for the news. Now let's get into the main segment where me and Angel will break down and discuss all of the questions that we have for today. Welcome to the main segment of the fifth episode of the fourth quarter podcast. As you remember from the introduction, we have Angel on today and we're going to be discussing questions that I made last night. And my brother Jaden will be reading the questions to us that we will be discussing and also making sure we don't have a rant about the Vikings. So without further ado, Jaden, let's hear the first question. What do you think is the best gym advice you've been told? Uh, I mean, at least for me, um, focus on consistency, not numbers. Uh, I watch this guy named Alec Ubake, and I always watch his videos on YouTube and everything. And that was probably like the best advice you could give me is just focus on consistency, not the numbers. Awesome. I think for me personally, it's just like kind of piggyback off what you said just being consistent and then also not kind of relating to the gym is nutrition is just as important as going to the gym so you can go and you can PR and you can max out on all this stuff but if you don't have a good nutrition it's not gonna matter because then you're not healthy and then you're just you won't be as successful as you could be with that what is the reason you decided to have a career involving fitness I mean, me, I'm a contact creator, influencer on TikTok and everything. And um, I used to be a high school athlete and I used to play really, I used to play football. I was decent at football, uh, but I got that taken away from me with all the concussions I have. And honestly, I was kind of like, what's next? Try the college route. That didn't work too well. I think college is overrated, but 
I decided to like lift and I really enjoy lifting like this is like I'm happy I can just let everything out it's just really exciting to be there like I always look forward to go to the gym every day it's no hassle for me or anything like that I think that's why I kind of chose it yeah I think I also agree college is overrated I dropped out I did two years and I was like why am I doing this when I can just do my dream now and that's exactly what I do I'm a personal trainer with gym guys in Iowa and basically what I do is I go and I go to the client so we bring the equipment and then we bring the trainer and we go in and train you at your house and basically what made me want to do that is when I was deployed I lost over 30 pounds and that's really when I fell in love with fitness and I just want to spread that to everyone and that's why I want to be and why I am a personal trainer. Why do you think most of America is obese and what can we do as Americans to stop the numbers from growing? Ooh. So this is a topic I actually was looking forward to. <laughs> so you go to pretty much any town in America, well, almost every town in America, mostly every city in America, and you know, you go to a fast food place. What do they have on the menu all the time? One dollar items. And like, yeah, it's one dollar, it's good, but like like for instance a mcchicken so many calories and just a mcchicken and chicken's actually like really good for you but this is like processed chicken like having one dollar items on the menu just ask for like people just to get more for less you can get five mcchickens that's like close to two thousand calories right there exactly and literally five mcchickens well 527 probably at the end of it plus tax yeah like that's such a good deal but it's not a good deal for your health. It's just like, it's got to control in America. It's going to get to a point where, like, America is just going to be so just fast food orientated, I feel like. No, I completely agree. I talked about this in another episode where I kind of spilled off on a rant because it had nothing to do with the episode. But I just think the whole system's rigged because, like he said, you can go get McChicken for a dollar or two. But then if you want, like, actual chicken you have to pay like two three bucks or for beef or just whole foods cost way more than fast food and that is the reason why america is obese and it's just growing by the year and that's why we do what we do to try and stop that and let people know that it's not good it's not normal just because everyone else does it doesn't mean you need to do it yeah, I'm not saying, like, fast food is basically, like, horrible for you and everything like that, but you can get some items on, like, a fast food list, and it can be somewhat decent. But good most people don't yeah, go most there people to get don't. that. Yeah. And um, it's just, like, it's so convenient, too. It, like, you can go yes. there and get it, like, really, really fast. It, like, it's convenient. Like, if you don't want to cook, it's convenient to go out to fast food. I'm not saying don't ever eat fast food because, I mean, exactly. I eat fast food. Moderation. You know? Yeah, I yes. eat fast food, but it's just, like, cut down on it, like, just cut down on, all, like, the fast food you're eating and then replace it with home-cooked meals. I mean, it's just, I don't know, fast food is... No, definitely. Convenience is huge, because me and my fiancé, we have the option to go and get supper and make it ourselves, or we can just go on our phones and DoorDash uh, Tasty Tacos to our door. Why would I want to sit for 20, 30 minutes and make tacos when I can just order tacos? So, no, it's, I agree completely. Now we will move on to questions about fantasy football. 
Trey Lance was just announced as the starter for this upcoming season. Do you think he will be a top ten fantasy quarterback? Um, I'm iffy on Trey Lance. Like, I love the guy. I think he's gonna be a great player in the in the NFL. Of course, I think he'll probably win at least one Super Bowl ring his career. But what scares me about Trey Lance is the expectations he's gonna have for himself. But you look Definitely. at Jimmy G. He came into France, uh, the 49ers and literally like was expected to like take them to that next level immediately. No, definitely. I think, I don't know, I can see it going either way. Because he does have Debo Samuel and he does have George Kittle. So he's got weapons. But he only had one start last year. And this is his second year in the NFL. And if you look at their schedule... I mean, they're in the NFC, so it's not going to be as tough as most AFC team schedules. But, I mean, the quarterbacks he's going to play. I mean, first off, he starts against Justin Fields. And then week two, he's probably going to have some good numbers against Seahawks because nobody knows, not even them, who their quarterback's going to be. But then it's Russell Wilson, Matthew Stafford, <coughs> Baker Mayfield, Marcus Mariota, Mahomes. It, the list goes on. And I just, I personally don't think it'll be top ten. Maybe top 25, which isn't that good because there's only 32 teams in the league. But I think if you give him two to three years, maybe he'll be a top 10 by then. And you can definitely probably have him, like, keep an eye on him for sure in fantasy. Yeah. I mean, there's for sure he's, like, against a really bad defense. I guarantee he puts up really good numbers. But I yet have to see if he can compete with the top-tier defenses in the league right now. Exactly. No, I agree. How do you think Patrick Mahomes will perform in fantasy without Ty- Tyree Hill? Phenomenal. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is one of the best quarterbacks I've ever seen play. Uh, you know, he's just he's a bad man. Like he is a bad man. I it doesn't. I feel like it's gonna be an instance like Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers made receivers. Patrick Mahomes gonna make receivers. Receivers don't make the make Mahomes whatsoever. He's gonna do completely fine. I mean, Juju. I know a lot of people don't like him, but Juju's gonna have a really good season. He's gonna have a bounce back season, and he's it's not gonna be the playful joy Juju you're gonna see. I guarantee you're gonna see more of a more of a villain Juju this year. And then Justin Ross, really good. And then I mean, you can't forget about Josh Gordon. I mean, he hasn't played in the NFL that much recently these past few years but I wouldn't sleep on Josh Gordon he can definitely be like a Cole Beasley for like the Bills can you repeat the question I just want to make sure I get it right how do you think Patrick Mahomes will perform in fantasy without Tyree Hill so personally I think that yes Mahomes is one of the best if not the best quarterback in the NFL but I do think he's going to have a drop off I do think that there was plays last year where he literally just heaved it down the field and he has the fastest player in the league and Tyreek Hill caught it. And they also don't have Hardman anymore. Actually, I'll have to look that up. I don't know if they still have Hardman. But either way, they have Juju now, which I think his numbers won't fall off. I just think he'll have to completely change the way he plays the game in the sense because he doesn't have an electric receiver anymore. He has Juju, but Juju is not near as fast as Tyreek Hill. And I think that was the Chiefs' big identity 
was having fast football accurate and Mahomes at the helm. So I think he's going to have a little bit of a drop-off, but you did remind me about Josh Gordon, and I almost forgot about Justin Ross. If he has a good year and Josh Gordon has a good year, then I can see him maybe not getting better, but doing the same as what he does. I mean, you even look at, like, uh, not last year, but the year before that in the Super Bowl when they lost and everything. Tyreek wasn't playing good. Kelsey wasn't playing good. None of his receivers were playing good. But Patrick Mahomes was still able to throw the ball into their hands. That's a good point, yeah. Without his lineman even blocking. I mean, he was running around the field that whole entire yeah, that's game. A good point. Mahomes is such I – feel, I feel like Mahomes is really going to, like, shock a lot of people this year because he had, like, that one good year. Second year was a little iffy and everything like that. But it's it's – He's going to be good. I mean, he's definitely definitely going to be all right. I have a feeling that if he's on the board, you need to take him. You absolutely need to take Mahomes. And then to say well off that, how do you think they'll do this year? Oh, they're going to do, do great. Do you think they're still going to do good? <clears throat> um, I know we probably, we'll get into the Chargers later, but um, Kansas City and Chargers are going to be competing for that number one spot. In their division. Um, you don't think the Broncos or the <coughs> Raiders will have a say? No, I, I mean, I, uh, I, think it's I like that Russell Wilson is trying a new thing in Denver. I just feel like he went to the wrong team. He's he's great. He's a great quarterback. Hands down, he's a Hall of Famer, no matter what. But I feel like he has such high expectations, and we haven't seen these high expectations since the Seahawks days. No, definitely. They don't have no fan anymore. So mm-hmm. is he, gonna, he has Jerry Judy. I mean, you're not going to win that division with Jerry Judy. Exactly. I love Russell Wilson. I really do. I love my mobile quarterbacks, but I don't know. I think they're really going to underperform this year. And then the Raiders, I mean, I've always been a fan of Carr. Devontae Adams, you know, is going to see what he can do without Rodgers. I think Devontae still going to put up the numbers he has, but I think people are going to be kind of disappointed how the Raiders actually do this season. I can see them going either way. I can see him not being good, and I can also see him. I don't know about winning the division because, like you said, we'll get into it later, but the Chargers are very, very stacked on both sides of the ball, so I don't know. Who do you think is the best QB, RB, WR, and defense that everyone should have on their team? Um. Well, for me, take your time. It's a loaded question. For the quarterback position, for sure, either got. I mean, the safest option for me, even when I play fantasy, he's like on the board in like the fourth, fifth round. Whenever I play, is Tom Brady, and Tom Brady is such a consistent. He will give you twenty four points every week, literally every single week. And then Patrick Holmes. I mean, I love Mahomes. I mean, people think I'm a writing his, you know. But I love Mahomes. Mahomes is a good quarterback. He's the best quarterback in the league right now. Can't ever, ever go wrong with him. And, of course, Kirk Cousins. I mean, he always puts up the numbers. So you want a consistent quarterback that's going to give you 20-plus points every single week, got to go with Kirk. For me, quarterback-wise, I don't know. I Tom Brady is definitely a safe, a safe one. If he's on the board, I think you should take him, especially in the third or fourth round. Mahomes is always safe. But I think I'm going to have to go with Josh Allen or Joe Burrow. And I think Joe Burrow this year 
is we thought he was like he definitely improved last year, but he just he willed his team with Jamar Chase to the Super Bowl, and then he lost. So I think he's going to do even better than last year, and I think he's probably might get MVP this year. I don't know about MVP, but he's definitely going to be up there in the terms of quarterbacks and points. Yeah, those are really good choices. I totally agree. Um, Joe Burrow is going to have a revenge season this year. Definitely. And then Josh Allen, I mean, he's just an amazing quarterback. Exactly. I mean, Josh Allen is, like, right up there with Patrick Mahomes for me. Exactly. And then what do you have for running back? Running back? Um, can't forget about the king, King Henry. I mean, <laughs> best running back in the league. I mean, so insane what he did last year, even while he was hurt, holding that rushing title till literally the last week's of the season I mean just amazing uh, Joe Mixon I mean he's such a consistent quarterback he's been good for a while it's just now the Bengals are winning games so now he's getting noticed and then um, can't forget about Dalvin Cook you know third best running back in the game right now I mean can't ever go wrong with him yeah I think I think last year Dalvin Cook definitely he's, he's always going to be great but this year we got a new offense, and I don't think we're going to be a run-first team anymore. And so I think his carriage is going to drop off. Um, I think you also have to look at, so it's not the best running back, but it's someone that could be good for people's rosters, is Brees Hall. He's a rookie now from Iowa State, and I think he's going to have very good numbers because he's on a team that's not that great, and he's they're going to rely on him heavily. And... Like I said, you can't forget about Dalvin. And then you can't forget about Austin Eckler with the Chargers. Yes, he won't have as much carries, kind of just like Dalvin Cook. But he's definitely going to put up numbers. And then you definitely can't, I don't know, I think Saquon Barkley has been on and off. And a lot of people are starting to question if he's a bust or not due to his health. And just he hasn't been putting up crazy numbers. So I could also see him having a huge year and proving himself. And for Shaquan, I don't think he can ever be labeled as a bus. Yeah. I mean, he played – he had great seasons and everything like that. It's just unfortunate that injuries kind of held him back. I think it's more going to be like, what if Shaquan didn't get hurt? And then for running backs of fantasy, you can't forget about Jonathan Isaac. Jonathan Taylor. My bad. That's Jonathan NBA. <laughs> That's NBA. <laughs> but, I mean, is this right now? There's so many good running backs in the league right now. So, you, honestly, you can't go wrong of which running back you want to pick up. I mean, every single team has a pretty decent running back. And then with Dalvin Cook, yes, he may not be getting as much uh, rushing yards or um, attempts this year. Mm-hmm. But he's a receiving back, too. Definitely. He's a balanced back. Like, he likes to you know, receive the ball a little bit more, but you, Dalvin Cook will, especially if you're playing in a PPR league, you definitely want Dalvin Cook on your team. Most and then I can also think of three running backs. One is, I don't know, I don't think there's a lot of hype about him, but he's a rookie. It's James Cook. Dalvin Cook's brother is on the Bills. And I could, I don't know, I could see the Bills changing their scheme maybe a little bit. Everybody thinks they're going to be high-flying like always with Josh Allen, but maybe they'll throw in James Cook and give him a bunch of carries. I could see that. Also, the Dolphins have Raheem Mostert. Can't let, like like you said, there's just so many good running backs who could go on all day about all the running backs. And going back to James Cook, I mean, I don't feel like they will ever change up his offense for him. He definitely has to show it this year. Definitely. But 
I have a feeling um, he could be a surprise. Zaire Moss. I mean Zach Moss. I mean Zach Moss is really yet you know ground and pound running back and everything, but honestly, you know in a pistol formation, having Cook run a little swing route, go downfield, run a real route, any type of route. I feel like the Bills can definitely utilize him and a player to watch to pick up on your fantasy team. And if he's anything like his brother, he can run the ball good, but he can also get out in the flats, like you said, and he can run the ball down the field and make a good catch. Now we will move from fantasy questions to questions about the NFL as a whole. The Los Angeles Chargers missed the playoffs last year with a loss to the Raiders at the end of the season. They finished 9-8. and eight. This offseason, they added Khalil Mack, Bryce Callahan, and Kyle Van Noy to their defense. Do you think the Chargers will perform better or worse than last year? Oh, way better. Way better. If teams are not careful with the Chargers and they actually don't take the Chargers seriously, the Chargers are going to whoop, whoop their butts. I mean, let's be honest here. I mean, Chargers, they're a really good team. I have Herbert winning the MVP this year, this upcoming season. He's <laughs> such a terrific quarterback. And think about who they just drafted. I mean, there are questions on the offensive line. I mean, Zion Johnson, he's a first-week starter. He's going to be really good. And then Jamari Slay. I mean, Jamari Slayer. He played left tackle at Georgia, but I guarantee he can go to the right side. He played a little right side in Georgia, too. So I feel like the Chargers are going to be a dark horse in the AFC this year, and they're going to surprise like a lot of people of what they can do. No, definitely. I think, I didn't, I think last year they definitely underperformed before they added Khalil Mack, Bryce Callahan, and Kyle Van Noy. So, I don't know. I think they're definitely division favorites. And, I don't know, besides the Bills, I have them... I actually have them losing to the Bills in the AFC Championship to play the Vikings. But, anyway. um, (laughs) No, they're definitely a great team with many weapons. I mean, even on offense, they still have Herbert, Eckler, Mike Williams. And then they have... Keenan Allen, who's a veteran, he's getting a little old, but he definitely can still play and do very good on that side of the field. So yeah, the Chargers will definitely perform better than they did last year, and if not, they should be very disappointed in themselves because they have an absolutely stacked roster. The Bills drafted Georgia running back James Cook with the 63rd pick in the draft. James is Dalvin Cook's little brother. Do you think he will have a worse, better or a similar career to Dalvin? I don't think it'll be better than Dalvin. Um, I mean, Dalvin was a first-round pick for a reason. Um, but with that being said, I don't think he's going to have a bad career. I think it might take him a little bit longer than he wants, but um, he's definitely going to have a pretty good career. Um, definitely would win, win at least one ring in his career. I definitely see that. Especially no. with the Chargers. I mean, not the Chargers, the Bills. Yeah, I agree. I think since he's on the Bills and they're already amazing, why would he want to leave to another team? I could see him staying and having a pay cut. And I could see him having either a similar season or career to Dalvin or a little less. I don't think he's going to be better than Dalvin also. Just because Dalvin's prime. I mean, I'm st- I think he's still in his prime. Oh, he hasn't reached his prime yet. Okay, then he hasn't reached his prime. I can see that too. But with Dalvin, before this year, the Vikings were a run first team, and he was the backbone of the offense because we had a dumb head coach who all he cared about was defense, 
and yet we were like four or five spots from being the worst defense in the NFL. Anyway, um, no, I think he's going to do similar, probably a little worse, just because Josh Allen is only a couple of years older than him. So he's not, when he goes, James Cook won't even be in his prime anymore. So I think it's going to be similar, but not better. Which team will be the sleeper team that nobody will suspect to be good this year? Ooh. Um, I mean, it may surprise a lot of people, but on my list, I have Bengals. Not a lot of people think our Bengals going to run back to that good run they just had this past season. They're doubting the Bengals a lot as a one-season wonder, but there's teams like that. But I think the Bengals are going to do perfectly fine with probably even better than last year. Maybe not reach the Super Bowl, but I feel like their record is definitely going to be a lot better, and they're going to definitely prove a lot of people wrong. And then the Eagles. Eagles just got um, A.J. Brown, and I love Jalen Hurts too. And that duo is just going to be absolutely amazing. I mean, Eagles are definitely going to be a team to watch in the AFC. So, and another on my list, I got the Chargers. I mean, not a lot of people think Chargers are going to do great. They think they might just do similar to what they did last year. But, no, Chargers are definitely going to be, like I said again, a dark horse of the AFC. And then the Chiefs. I mean, people doubt Mahomes, but like Brady, you can't can't doubt them you can't <laughs> so when I made this question I made it and then I was like well that's a great question but then I had to actually do research because I didn't know because I think with all the moves especially with the AFC there's a lot of teams that you could see make it far and then you'll kind of sit back and be like oh, I guess that's not too surprising they have this guy this guy this guy but I do think there's one team that a lot of people besides me are really counting out and it's the Vikings I mean, I think we're, we have a whole section on this show for questions dedicated to the Vikings. I think 100% they're going to make it to the Super Bowl, without a doubt. And, okay, maybe not without a doubt for a Super Bowl, but NFC North, I will be absolutely livid if they don't win this year. Yes, Aaron Rodgers is good, but, I mean, he's got a bunch of young guys and some old guys out of their prime to throw to. So, those young guys, like you said earlier, he does make receivers, but... I don't think he can do it within a year. So maybe if we have a chance, this is our year. And then I think if we go back to my predictions, they're going to go this year, lose to the Bills. Bills are going to get the ring. The next year, Kevin O'Connell is going to be even more awesome, and we're going to win. So Vikings is my sleeper team. Probably not going to end up well, but we'll see. Now we will move on to the Vikings portion of the show. A lot of people are still saying the Packers are going to win the NFC North and be a top t- top 10 team in the NFL. Do you think the Packers are still going to be as good without Devontae Adams? And do you think the Vikings have a chance to win the NFC North? Oh, 100%. I mean, all the Vikings need to do this season is be ready from the jump. Exactly. Like, there cannot be any setbacks this season. Because especially with A-Rod... You know how people know how A Rod played, but we still yet to know if he's actually gonna play this season. I mean, I, I think he might get injured, quote unquote injured, uh, middle of the season if the Packers are doing bad. But I mean, Vikings just need to be ready. I mean, their defense needs to really pick it up, especially with uh, 
Dion Hunter and then Zaire Smith. Um, when Daniel Hunter was playing the Vikings last year, they were top of the NFL for leading sacks. You mean Zadarius? Yeah, Zadarius, my bad. Yes. No, it's a hard name. But after Hunter got hurt, look what happened. I mean, the Vikings defense fell to like last. You know, yeah, Lily points up points allowed, yards allowed, rush attempts allowed, like literally the bottom of the rankings. Like Viking defense cannot have that this year. They have to be ready for the jump and they have the talent. On on paper they're a Super Bowl team. So, I've said this in previous episodes, kind of, but I'll go more in depth because now actually it's actually relates to the show. So I, I don't see the Packers. If you remember from my predictions, I have the Packers getting third in the NFC North. I think Justin Fields and the Bears will get second and sneak in wild card. So that's definitely probably a hot take because they're the Bears, and they're gonna get second. I think Vikings are gonna win NFC North without a doubt. And personally, I just don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to do as good as he has done. Yes, he makes receivers, but Devontae Adams, I mean, even later in the show, we have a question about Justin Jefferson's quote. He even claims him as the best receiver. I don't know if he's the best, but he's definitely top five, top ten. He's he's amazing. And a lot of people have the Packers still being fourth or fifth record, like best record in the NFL, which to me is just, I mean... We took, Devontae Adams is gone, and the Vikings took Zadarius Smith. And I remember as a Vikings fan, just watching Zadarius Smith tear through the line, killing Kirk Cousins, and now he's on our team. So I don't know how you don't expect for them to have at least a little bit of a fall-off. And yes, the Packers' defense is still really good. I mean, if the Packers do do well, it's going to be because of their defense. I mean, their defense is still a top defense in the league. But with Kirk Cousins, the only thing I'm really afraid of with Kirk Cousins... Yes, he has the numbers, but can Kurt take it up another level? I don't know if he can. I really don't know. Um, I'm a Vikings fan as well, and I've been very frustrated with Kurt Cousins. And you can easily tell Justin Jefferson's already getting frustrated with Kurt Cousins after playing one season. If Kurt Cousins can step it up on their level, go back to you like that <laughs> Washington Redskins or the commanders now um (laughs) if he can be like that i definitely think vikings can be a top seed but i don't know i'm still iffy on kurt i feel like we should have traded for deshaun i think there's a lot more that goes into that than most people think and i actually read a story ever since mike zimmer got fired there's been stuff coming out from like vikings insiders and stuff and revealing that the relationship between Mike Zimmer and Kirk Cousins was absolutely terrible. And there's a clip. I don't remember who they played, but the Vikings won the game with a game-winning field goal. And when they won, Kirk Cousins grabbed Mike Zimmer and said, you effing like that? And then it was revealed, Mike Zimmer came out and said that in that moment, he pushed him back. And everybody was debating whether or not it was bad blood or not. But in this where he came out and talked about it, he said that he was about an inch away from punching Kirk Cousins in the face. So it was all bad blood. He's Every Vikings teammate of Kirk Cousins has said that they had terrible relationship. And, I mean, as Kirk Cousins, I'm sure it got in his head. I mean, if your head coach doesn't trust you, why would you want to make a 
he's the most team player guy. So if your coach doesn't trust you, why would you do those like decisions that could win games? And now they have Kevin O'Connell, and they have I think, history. Yeah, they have history, good history. I think I think this guy's the limit. And I mean, Justin Jefferson was you saw what he did last year. Now if we have an elevated Kirk Cousins, he's gonna break records and records upon records. Don't you forget about Thielen too. I know Thielen doesn't play well no, anymore, but he's still. The best red zone wide receiver in the NFL right now. 100%. Andrew Bith Jr. had a quote from the first day of training camp, and it says, I've been a sponge trying to learn everything I can from Patrick Peterson. What do you think of this? Why not learn to? Why not learn one of the best corners in the game? I mean, in his prime, definitely a top 10 corner all time, but... I mean, he's Patrick Peterson. Definitely. I think it's exciting as a fan to know that your rookie is telling the media that he's just soaking up information, trying to get everything he can out of him. And, I mean, coming out of Clemson, he already looked really good. And the fact that he's going to be put with Patrick Peterson, one of the best, I think his ceiling's limitless. I could see him doing good this year, or I could see him doing all right and then just skyrocketing. I think the Vikings should keep Peterson for a couple more years, just even if he doesn't even play. Just as a mentor. Backup, just a mentor, exactly. We have a lot of young defensive players, and I think it would help a lot. So it's amazing to see that. All right, we have the last question for today. On July 14th, Justin Jefferson spoke to Complex Sports and said, I'll stay after this year. As of now, him being so crazy and dynamic on the field, his route running is crazy, so I definitely have to give it to him right now, but I'm pretty sure after this year, it's going to be me. The question they asked him was, are you the best receiver in the NFL right now? So he said he has to give it to Devontae Adams, and that after this year, that he will be the best. What do you think of this? I mean, you look at the last two seasons, Jefferson... 292 targets, Devontae Adams 318, and the yards from the last two seasons, Jefferson has 3,016 yards, and then Devontae, he has 2,127. If Jefferson can continue putting up these numbers, without a doubt, yes, he can be one of the best receivers in the league. But his former teammate, Jamar, he's really good too. He is. He is. I think, I don't know, I think this year, I think he's going to get it this year. Because, I mean, who has more to prove than a new head coach, a new GM, a new offense, a new defense? I mean, we're the most unknown team when it comes to film-wise. And for Justin Jefferson, that coming off an amazing year where they already had a year of film, now they have basically no film of the plays he's going to run and the routes he's going to run. Exactly. And now that Devontae Adams isn't with Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr's good. But I definitely think he's going to have a little bit of a drop-off because he's not the only person on the team that is being thrown to. I think he's going to get it this year. I think it's not going to be next year. Because Devontae Adams, maybe talent-wise, is a little bit more mature of a player just because he's young. But, I mean, I think this year he's going to take a leap and he's going to have it. I don't even think that Devontae's even the best in the league right now. I feel like 
who Justin Jefferson has to be is Cooper Cup. I agree. I mean, he just had was it a triple crown or a four crown. Yeah. Something. Uh, I mean, a lot of people, I mean, they'd be like, oh, I mean, Cooper Cup's not the good. I mean, look at all the quarterbacks he just had. And then think about it. This is their first year, him and Stafford. First year, that's unheard of. I literally have not seen Stafford have this so much this much fun with a receiver than Calvin Johnson. Exactly. In comparison. Exactly. Yeah. Like Cooper Cup, Matthew Stanford, I mean Stafford, my bad. Dynamic duo. I mean I, mean, I feel like that's who Jefferson needs to be. Not not Adams. But definitely Cooper Cup. And then this is kinda of a little off topic, but did you hear who they added? They picked up Allen Robinson. Ooh. So now they'll have Odell Beckham Jr., Cooper Cup, and Allen Robinson. And Allen Robinson, people don't realize how good he was on the Bears. He was just with the Bears. He was good, but they've just gotten their quarterback. So he's always been lower. But exactly. now you have Stafford. They've gotten better. And they picked up Bobby Wagner, too. Sorry, we're segueing off talking about the Rams. But, like, most teams don't repeat. Mm-mm. And I haven't... Obviously, I think the Vikings will go, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Rams go. Because Aaron Donald's still there. They have Bobby Wagner. They have Jalen Ramsey. They I, I can go on. You just need they're Aaron better. Donald and Jalen Ramsey on your defense, and they're going to instantly yeah. make your defense better and everyone around them better. They won the Super Bowl, and now they are better. Exactly. So. And people don't understand how good Stafford actually is. Exactly. I mean, he was in... He was in the Vikings division. I had to watch him like kill us a lot. Exactly. He was the even reason with, Lions were even a yeah. Team. Like, even when we had that really really good defense, um, it was a year. It was like our where the Super Bowl was held. Then. Yeah, where the Super Bowl was held in our house. But when the Eagles, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we don't yeah we don't talk about that. <laughs> but people forget how good Stafford actually is, and he's gonna prove to a lot of people this year that. He can play. It's not one no season wonder or anything. No, this guy can actually play. And he's gonna show you. Yeah, and now he's got a. This will be his second year with Cooper Cup, so it's just gonna get better. So I think Justin Jefferson also with that to segue back. He will have that competition. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had it last year, but now he's really gonna have it. Yeah. Cause I don't know. I think he's got it. He definitely we'll has see. it. So many good receivers in the league. This like now in definitely. the NFL, just players like. It's so hard. Like, when I did my record predictions, trying to predict, like, what teams. Even the NFC North was, like, I guess the Packers aren't going to be as good. But, you know, if they are good, I wouldn't be shocked. Exactly. If the Dolphins, nobody's looking at them. But then I look at them, and they have Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill and Raheem Mostert. Right there, those are three of the fastest players in the and NFL. And Tua's a really good running back. I mean, I know Bamba has a history of, uh, I mean, not running back, quarterback. Yeah. I know Bamba has a history of, like, their quarterbacks not being, like, really good in the NFL. But Tua is a really, really Jack, good I mean, quarterback. I mean, he just needs some now time. Now he's got weapons. Exactly. He has really good weapons. Exactly. I, this guy's a limit for him. All right, well, that wraps it up for the questions today. Now we're just going to kind of give a little shout-out to our socials so you guys can have some good content. His is more fitness, and it's really good content. I'll let him do the rest for that. Uh, I mean, you can follow me on Instagram, angel.d1. That's my Instagram handle, and then my TikTok handle is really easy. Like You guys can easily remember this. Angel does TikTok. That's all it is. 
um, but yeah, follow on me. I make fitness content and everything, and then I'll have my codes in my Instagram of like companies I'm ambassador with and everything like that. And yeah, more fitness content, and it's pretty good. Check it out. And then you guys know mine. It's just the underscore fourth underscore quarter on TikTok, Instagram. Excuse me, on Instagram and Twitter. And then on TikTok is the underscore fourth underscore QTR. So go follow us. And it's been a pleasure having you on the show. I think this is probably my best episode yet. I appreciate it. It was we fun. Definitely. No, it, we talked about a lot of stuff in a short amount of time and had some good numbers and stats. And I don't think we sounded like we were stupid or anything. So. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> so, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy. And I'll see you next time. The fourth quarter. All things sports, all things fitness, all the time.